What is going on guys? Welcome to Bearded Discussion Podcast, the show that talks about what it means to be a man in the 21st century. I'm your host, Simon Binkowski, a self-proclaimed fitness fanatic, and I'm on a journey to challenge stereotypes about men. Every week, me and my guests will bring you amazing conversations about masculinity, relationships, fitness, sex, and many more. Now, let's jump into the show. Cool, and we rolling. How are you doing, Adam? Good, man. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You're looking fresh. Is, is that a fresh haircut? It is. Just came back from the barbers. First nice. time in a couple of months. Is it? How was it? it? Yeah, it felt good. The guy was like, oh! It's I haven't seen you for fire. a long time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I tipped him extra. I was like, look, man, thanks for the fresh trim. I know I've been in fucking since the pandemic. So here's, yeah. here's an extra. I just rounded up to the nearest... I gave him 20 quid. Um, and the haircut was 10, but I was like, fuck it. How were you coping without, without the haircut? Like for this Very what, what well. it, I've, five I've, months? I've sort of, I, definitely, I definitely lent into being a recluse, uh, a dirty, you know, I definitely lent into being a, you know, dirty stay-at-home person. Like, didn't, Did you feel didn't like a shave. Yeah, just didn't shave, didn't cut my hair. I haven't worn jeans well, you used to, well, I was out the other night with jeans, but that was the first time in about, since March, I've just been yeah. wearing these same pair of shorts. I do wash them. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, just really sitting into that quarantine life. You're, you really yeah. got into, uh, what was it? Uh, you really got into, like, you, you, you had a beef with jeans for a while, right? Like, and it was shown in your in your latest sketch that's available was, on YouTube yeah, right now. Yeah. Scared of wearing jeans, and you know, not, <laughs> not comfortable. And like, did I wear these all the time before? Oh my God, what? you know, maybe I'm going to become a trouser guy. Maybe, maybe you know, one of those big. Sort of, yeah. yeah, especially like after five months of quor- of quarantine, you like as soon as you put them on, it's like fuck, these don't fit anymore. <laughs> yeah, and also just like. I know that they were always like jeans. If you if you if you wear well fitting jeans, yeah. they sort of they do hug your legs a little bit. Yeah, and I was totally fine with that for the past you know twenty eight years. But yeah. three months of not having to wear them, and then I'm wearing them. I'm like, you jeans, you're taking the piss, jeans. <laughs> taking liberties. This is not optimal comfort. I'm used to wearing like uh, shorts, uh, pajamas, or nothing at all. Yeah. I, know, I live exactly. by myself, wear nothing at all. So it's just <laughs> yeah. like, now it feels like a step down to wear jeans. <laughs> and I know that's not the right way to be, so I'm changing that. Got a haircut, trim my beard, and I wore a pair of jeans the other night. I'm, I'm on You're the You're looking good, man. You're looking good. You lost some weight. You, you got a fresh cut. You're looking good. I lost, I lost, I've lost the majority of the weight that I put on during quarantine. So. That's amazing. Well done, man. Yeah. Congratulations. What did you do? I just stopped eating. <laughs> at all. <laughs> Yeah, I just I, I was eating a lot. I was just we, eating. We do a lot. not we do not advise that. No, this is not a way I to do. Live. If you want to have a good time, <laughs> definitely do that. Um, if you want to, you know, if you want to be, you know, healthy and have a good body and have, you know, better self esteem and confidence, then yeah, do what's on. But if you just want to just let it all loose and let it go and just stop live, live like there's no tomorrow, just do what I did. Um, but yeah, it's just just not eating as much crap. Like I would eat entire tubs of Ben and Jerry's. That's easy. Buy, how can yeah? That's oh, come on. How can you buy a tub of Ben and Jerry's and eat only a half of it or whatever? You have to eat the whole tab. Tub. Couples. That's it. Couples what? If you're in a relationship, 
you buy one and you share no. it regardless. If I'm in a relationship where I have to share my Ben and Jerry's, I don't want to be in that kind of relationship. Uh, great. Get, get, get your own. <laughs> no, you have to. You have to share it because if you buy a tub each, that's, it just comes across bad. That's the that's like that's like one of the main when it comes to food that's like one of, that's, that's like a like a main benefit of being in a relationship. The, the other half you always share Sharing. everything with the other half. Nah, yeah. nah, <laughs> no, it's not. Have your own. As long food, as you man. agree beforehand, I'm up for that. I don't like it when they say, oh, okay. "Oh, I don't want I don't want any chips." And then in a, a restaurant, and then they just they start picking. And you're like, it's a, it's no, a little bit. It's a little bit like what. Was it was his name Joey in Friends? No, that he doesn't he was, share food. Yeah, I don't yeah. share food. I don't share food either. Uh, actually, my my girlfriend. It was quite funny. Um, I think it was just something stupid. Like I think I poured myself uh, like some juice or something, or yeah. a tea, or a beer. Or maybe it was even milk. I don't know what it was. Right. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, do you want anything?" And she goes, "No, I'll just have a sip of yours." And I was like, "Okay." So I came back. With my glass of whatever it was, let's and say she drank it. No, I brought a separate glass with just a sip's worth in there. Oh, no, that's that. And I said, "Here's just a sip." <laughs> and she, that's she a was great like, move. Huh? That's a great move. Because she wanted just a sip, and I was able to provide that. So I was like, "Here's just a sip." And you know what? After I had that drink, I said to her, "That was the perfect amount." Of that drink, it, a, a sip less would have ruined it. I would have loved to see her reaction to that. She was that, laughing. She that's was laughing hilarious. She couldn't get upset with me because, well, I give her just what she wanted. She wanted just the sip, and I provided it in, a, in a, her own personal clean glass. Yeah. Unless she has an affiliation, she wants to put her lips on my glass, and, and she wants to take some away. Unless part of the enjoyment of the sip is removing some of the the enjoyment from the other person, yeah. then I don't get it. <laughs> Like if they say, oh, I, you know, I, I, you know, if I'm making, if I if I don't want to cook, and I'm just make I'm just making a basic bitch meal, like I don't know, chicken nuggets or chicken strips or something. Yeah. And then she goes, I'm like, do you want anything to eat? She's like, no. I, oh, I might snack a bit of yours. I'm like, right, I'm chucking two extra chicken strips in the oven, and you can have that. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? What? I know the amount of food that I want. Why? Why would you choose? Why wouldn't you just say, oh yeah, give me a couple of these rather than like, I'm just going to have something of yours? It doesn't make any sense. I'm loving it. That's a that's a great approach. Get your own food. I have my own well, food. Well, no, just provide it to them. It's not being yeah. mean. It's just going, there you go. You wanted a sip. Here is a sip. I don't you say want, it's you mean. Want, you want my chicken nuggets or chicken strips? Here's a couple of chicken strips. If you don't want them, I'll have the rest. Whatever. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> and that's Dude. why I'm affectionately known as as, uh, as a prick. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, he's like, he's the he's the prime example. If, you, if, if you're looking for a person that personifies prick Adam Kumas is the guy <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we love him yeah that's why we get on yeah because you have Simon's heard- low key by the scenes the same as me he's just putting on this persona well yeah I'm definitely yeah, a prick as well yeah of course I am <laughs> he normally he, he never has that smile pillow out normally he normally punches that thing yeah, but you know, you got to make it nice for YouTube. <laughs> Dude, um, have you heard of that? Uh, the big news this week, uh, Tenet, Christopher Nolan movie coming out 26th yes. of August. Mm. It's very interesting. It's very interesting, this this movie specifically, because uh, that has been 
you know, obviously because of all the pandemic and the, the virus and everything that's going on in the world, everything shutting down, that movie is seen as this like savior of cinema because obviously cinemas have been struggling for a while, even before the pandemic. And now is obviously, especially, especially now since everything's closed and they in a way got like fucked over as well by that movie called uh, Trolls World Tour. Uh, which was uh, released by, it's like an animated movie. It's, it was released by Universal sometime in March or April, I believe, like in the, when the, the biggest hit of the pandemic started. And normally, obviously, a movie like that would go into the cinemas. It was even advertised and you had posters everywhere already uh, advertising that it's going to come out in the cinemas. And then obviously when everything hit, they Universal decided to um, release it on VOD straight yeah, yeah, yeah. to straight to VOD and it did tremendous numbers like it, it, it did, just online right video on demand yeah. yeah yeah essentially essentially you just pay like an extra rental because uh i don't know if it's like 15 pounds or something like that um because it's obviously it's a new high quality movie so like a triple a movie or whatever so well, let's let's not let's not call trolls worldwide a high quality movie let's let's uh I mean, it's a, bi- it's a big budget animated movie, so that, that's why. I, I know you wanted to see it, Simon, but I don't know if it's... Uh... I haven't seen the first one, but I remember the song by oh, Justin Timberlake. Oh, you missed it out. It's great. I love oh, the yeah. song. Oh, yeah. No, no. My, my jam is Minions and Despicable Me. That's my gross. shit. So gross. <laughs> but, yeah, either way, like, obviously, like, the, the, the movie industry was and everyone in the, in the industry after like reading all, all the articles was surprised by by the success of trolls that movie trolls world tour and then tenet is seen as the savior because obviously right now people are sort of getting used to streaming platforms and and you know watching everything on netflix and right and and all that and uh tenet surprisingly is going to be released on the 26th of august in the UK and other European countries, but it's not going to be released in in North America. Um, so um, in cinemas, in cinemas, is that what in it, cinemas, is that in right? cinemas, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was a it was an interesting case because Christopher Nolan is one of these like like five four directors who yeah. are so like you know adamant on the cinema experience. Of course, yeah. Uh, and he is he is so against um, streaming platforms, essentially. Um, but so, like, my question, essentially, my my question is, do you think that's a uh, that's a good approach? And are cinemas sort of on the way out? So we ha- we briefly touched on this before we started ro- doing the podcast, and yeah. we, what I found out immediately is that we differ greatly on this topic. Yeah. Um, so I'll try and remain civil. And <laughs> just remember, anything that I say, if you disagree with it, it is not just a personal attack on cinema, but a personal attack on me as a human being. Because I studied film. Yeah. At university, so and I, I'm I've come to terms that that offered me no real benefit in the outside world. Um, so well, that's, that's with university in general, <laughs> especially if you're doing film, though. I just want to really yeah. leave it out there. Or philosophy. Uh, <laughs> no offense to you know Bath Spa, the uh, yeah, I enjoy them, I mean, but, yeah. Um, it's uh, so just just bear that in mind. Uh, okay. I'm very techy, but that's fine. 
I think cinema, I mean, obviously it's going through a tough time, just like everything else is going through a tough time. There was yeah. a lot of conversations about as well. So the cinemas, they were try- they're trying to be more, uh, they were trying to be a bit more inventive with their pricing policies as well uh, and structures. So they, a lot of cinemas had a month, you pay a monthly subscription, maybe 17 uh, quid a month, and then you get unlimited access to movies. Mm-hmm. At, you know 20 or 30 percent off all popcorn and stuff and you kind of think well who wants to do that right when you think about it it's no different to paying for a uh a gym membership or watch you know if you're getting out if you've got amazon prime and you've got netflix and you've got hulu and you've got all the other things you don't really watch all of them right um it depends then- if you are connoisseur of movies that might be a quite a good deal and they were thinking well now since they shut down a lot of people were putting their memberships and there was a lot of questions up in the air well how are they going to like, cinema literally has no way to fund people so if they're not even charging for, for but movies, then with so- that with with the the subscription thing that they do like the, the release windows in the uk as compared to us are different because in the us you do pretty much have a new triple a movie every week or every two weeks. You don't really have that in the UK. UK has this has these windows of like just, you know. Well, yeah, but the, the, movie, the movie industry in general does have windows. There's like the classic summer blockbusters, uh, around Halloween you've got all the horror movies out. Uh, and then there's there's some of the there's all there's all there's also a flock of movies just before Oscar season. Yeah. Um, yeah. and for the most part, not all of the time, but for the most part, most big AAA budget films they'll try and have a worldwide release or they call it a blanket release right yeah. and that's the reason why tenant being released in europe uh, and some other country you know rest of the world before the us is such a big deal because they it's normally always a blanket release and it, it benefits these studios to do a blanket release across the world because it cuts down on piracy heavily right yeah so yeah, going back to your question about is cinema on the way out? Don't you think that it's redundant? Yeah, don't you think that it's redundant? Because right no. now... No. Okay. Well, this is the way we disagree. Right? Yeah, I, don't think yeah, it's yeah, I don't think it's redundant and I don't think it's on the way out. I think cinema is going through an essential restructuring that every industry has had to go through, right? So let's take it for example. Um, okay, gyms. Right, mm-hmm. you go. You go to the gym. How much does your gym membership cost? Nineteen pounds. Right. How much would that gym membership cost ten years ago? I have no idea. Probably like, fifteen, maybe fifteen. No, maybe. Not, no, no. I'm talking about like uh, this fleet of like cheap, affordable gyms, like the Gym Group, the Pure Gym, and everything I else. D- it yeah. really exists, man. Like yeah. I went, I went to a gym when I was fourteen or fifteen, like sixteen or something. And they didn't exist. It was all premium. It was all like Virgin Media, vir, vir, <laughs> Virgin, Virgin Active. Yeah, Virgin Active, yeah. Whatever fucking uh, part of Virgin it is. It's such a conglomerate, isn't it? Yeah. Virgin Cola, Virgin Aeroplanes. But yeah. Virgin Active, right? It's, uh, and it was like 60 pounds plus. And it's the same with a lot of these gym memberships. They had to go through a restructuring process. There was someone came in and shook up the industry and then they had to restructure. Same with the comedy club industry, right? There used to be a, a stream of comedy clubs all over the country. Um, and then as comedy constricted and the, the industry constricted, they had to deal with that. Um, the And cinemas, I'm going to be honest, in the past, they have taken the piss. Um, some cinemas, not all of them, some cinemas. And I'm talking about, I'm not talking about the independent ones who normally prioritise the experience. Maybe I'm talking about just wide level uh, are you, cinemas. Are like, you talk, taking a piss in terms of the price or what? No, not, well, not necessarily the price. Although, you know, you, you, if you buy a popcorn there or something, or, you know, 
a drink, you're like, oh, that is taking a piss. I'm talking about in terms of the experience. Like, there was no really priority on the cinematic experience. You go there and people were allowed in late. They were allowed to talk. Uh, you were allowed to walk out halfway through. All this sort of stuff, using your phones, none of it was really monitored. The seats were crappy. They didn't really, uh, they didn't do anything to make the cinema experience better. It was grotty. It was quite shit. Um, I, what I've seen is, I mean, in the UK, really, um, yeah. my experience, that a lot of the big chains, Cineworld, Odeon, View, they've all sort of cleaned up their acts. A lot of them, have, they've all pretty much refurbed all their cinema screens. Um, so the, the seats are better. I think a lot of the seats don't even fall down anymore. They've okay. just removed a bunch of rows so you, you yeah. have more space. Yeah. They've cleaned it up. They're strict on their rules now about if you're late, you're late. You don't you don't get a, you don't get admission. I think they might refund you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them are super tight on talking and texting, mm-hmm. which is really good. Uh, and and you are seeing that gradual shift, and that's not because they wanted to. That's because they had to in a bid to remain relevant, right? Yeah. If you're seeing your general viewership decline, you have to increase the quality for people to want to keep going there. What I'm seeing is is that. And I don't know, like, I don't, I don't talk about, I don't want to talk about it too much, but like back in the day, before View Cinemas, it used to be owned by Warner Brothers, right? It was like mm-hmm. the, the antithesis of like vertical integration. Warner Brothers, the studio, would film a movie, they'd pay the actors, and then they'd release it in their own cinemas. Like, do, like, do you remember when Warner Brothers used to yeah, own Yeah, they had, they had a monopoly essentially, right? Yeah, and this or idea. Like they, of, they owned the whole chain. Absolutely. And when they owned the whole chain, they, they would, if they, if, they still, if they still owned the whole chain, there was not, they were, the, the cinemas wouldn't be in the same issue that they are today. Yeah. Um, because they'd be like, well, we, we get the studio and, you know, we're, we're releasing it. That's, that's a problem. But, and I'm not saying vertical integration is great, you know, having competition is good. But I, I think it's important to preserve the live aspect of anything. You know, like we watch, we, we watch MMA um, or, you know, if you watch a gig or something or there's, there's something, it's, it's a valuable live experience. Yeah. Depending on who you ask, I mean, most people go to the cinema once or twice a year, but pe- people go- people do it for their birthdays. People do it on dates. People yeah. do it as a treat. It's a nice cultural thing to partake in, and a lot of countries around the world do it. You know, they, they, not just not just in the Western world, yeah. but in other parts. Like you've got a huge Bollywood scene, right? And there's yeah. huge, there's some really great uh, uh, Korean films, like you know, Parasite being an example. Korean cinema is fantastic. So. It's uh, South Korean, and it's just. Um, I think it's a, it's a phenomenon. I don't think it's going to go away, but I do think that there is now this juggle of why don't why would anyone leave their couch? Which I think, exactly. for me personally, who is biased, I think that's a shame. Yeah, because like when I when I mentioned in the beginning, uh, these group of five, uh, four or five directors, which were like. George Lucas, I believe, Steven Spielberg, Quentin Tarantino, and Christopher Nolan, uh, and I think J.J. Abrams as well. Can um, you blame them? Their movies are spectacular. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But that's that—that that was their argument. Like me, um, streaming is here and it's not going away, probably either ever or for a long time. And so, the, what they are predicting is that cinemas will become these event spaces for movies essentially so you'll have movies like new star wars new star trek fast and furious and like these big blockbuster cinemas movies become, so cinemas will become cinemas because that's what you've just described uh no they well in the past like it's it's it has to do with the whole industry because the industry is more and more sort of uh 
in a way it's it's harder to get a budget or to produce a movie that is like within the range of like 15 million to to 35 that mid budget movies which are great uh which are not produced by hollywood anymore and they all of they they all seem to now flock to netflix amazon and and all these streaming platforms because you know people want to see them people don't always want to see these these event movies but i'm saying the reason why like I love I love cinema as well. I have great memories with going to a cinema when I was a kid. But the reason why I'm saying I think it's on its way out is because um, it's just more comfortable. Or I I think more people are more and more people are willing to even spend a little bit more, even if it's a rental, to watch the new Avengers at home. And I understand that not everyone will have this like. 5, 5.1 surround system and, 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 you know, big TV and, and to fully appreciate the work that has gone into that movie. But I you think know, that, yeah, absolutely. I'm not disputing that. I'm not disputing, yeah, exactly. But I just, I just think that it's, it's more comfortable for people to, to be able to do that from the comfort of their, of their own couch. And what you touched on briefly, briefly before cinemas, in order to have any sort of a fair fight with uh, the streaming services, they have to go for a restructure and think about their pricing. Think about you know the, the it costs so much to go to us. And if you're a family of four, if you if you're parents and you have two kids, if you want to go to the cinema, buy the popcorn, buy Coca Cola, buy the tickets. That's like hundred pounds at least. Like over a hundred pounds even like it, it's just so expensive to go to us it's it's it becomes a luxury rather than because back in the day cinema how, how, used, how much popcorn are you buying for it to cost a hundred pounds sorry maybe not a hundred pounds but it, it just costs a lot like it costs a lot right. as compared to other forms of entertainment even for a family but again and, they, they, there's no rule saying you have to buy the popcorn there Everyone oh, but that's the whole experience, right? That's the whole experience. Yeah, but if you're really that hard done by, bring popcorn from home. They don't police it. In fact, they go, you know what? We prefer if you buy stuff from here and help us keep this the lights on. But if you want to bring popcorn home, we're not going to judge you. That's true. But that, do. That, I do that. Yeah, because we, yeah, we, I do that too because we're cheapsteaks. But, cheap, cheap, yeah, cheap, cheap steaks. Yeah, we're cheap steaks. Um, whatever the word is. Cheap steaks. Yeah, sorry. Unless I'm on a date, uh, and my girlfriend can contest this, the first few times we went to the cinema, I, I, I was flashing that cash. I was like, don't go, we're not breeding it. What, we poor? And then as soon as we were in like a long term relationship, I was just like, yeah, should we just bring it from home? I just think it's going to be really hard. Uh, for for movies in general, like to win, I call they're it a war. I want to I want to stress that they're, uh, not, they're not forcing you to buy the popcorn there. I know, but it. it's it's part of the whole experience, at least stereotypically. Of, you, know, you choose stops, and you can't go. Oh, it's so nasty! It's like, oh, yeah, I know, I know. But what is it? What is a dick move? Is when you're driving on the motorway and you're running out of petrol, and you go to a service station in the middle of nowhere. There's no other humanity around for about a hundred miles. On, on this on the motorway wherever it, wherever you are and then you go to fill up your petrol and then they've rise they the, they've hiked the price uh, of petrol by yeah. I don't know thirty five pence a liter that's a dick move and that's really unfair 
because I can't bring my own petrol from home. But tell me, how can, how can a brick and mortar cinema compete with something like, I don't know if you recently heard, um, Elon Musk has a company called Neuralink. Mm-hmm. There is, is like a chip, chip, uh, chip set for your, for your brain um, to help you with just a human body, whether you have a disease or whatever. Um, uh, it's probably a shit explanation for the for, for this company, but essentially, on the website, and he actually said that it was exact words. <laughs> Plugs into your brain, and it helps you with diseases or whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you really, at that point, I just I immediately I can't remember what I was doing, but I saw that exact description, and I immediately bought stock. I there was you just go. Like, there this you is go. The future, bro. And but- whatever. <laughs> But Elon Musk came out recently saying that uh, the the Neuralink chipset will essentially let you stream music straight into your brain, which when you oh. think about it is fucking oh. crazy. That's but so now think you essentially be able to have Spotify rather than on your phone. You'll be able to just get it straight to your brain. You'll just be able to think about it and it will play because the chip is connected to your brain, which is fucking bonkers. It's amazing, but it's bonkers. It's not amazing. I'll tell you why, man, because... And I'm not saying this because I'm a Luddite or I don't want any new technology. That is not amazing because with that streaming service, there will inevitably be a free option, which means you will get <laughs> adverts beamed directly into your fucking brain. <laughs> so you'll be sitting in bed listening to, like, I don't know, bedtime soundtracks, and you'll be there, and then suddenly it'll just go half price off, you know. You have like a fucking brain aneurysm. That is not good. <laughs> I'm saying it's the, to- the technology is amazing to me. I'm just a fan of technology, and like I'm curious to see where it goes. I am. But I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of biomechanics. Fair uh, enough. But biometrics, whatever you'd call it. When, when I heard that, I was thinking about it. Like, you know, what's to stop from having that, like streaming music into your brain? What's to stop it from streaming music into your uh, movies into your brain? You'll be able to watch the new Avengers straight, like in front of your eyes, essentially without even looking at a screen. Just amazing. Just think about how amazing that is. And let's be honest, it's only going to be fucking Avenger fans who are interested in watching the Avengers beamed into their brain. <laughs> no other normal person. Like, I wouldn't want to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood beamed into my brain. I, would, I want to be sitting in a cinema, maybe with a beer. Uh, the big screen is, I don't want to be, I don't want to be lying on the couch. Maybe like I'm drooling a little bit because I haven't like, I haven't really got up my body. Seven and I don't want it to be, it's only Avengers fans who are going to want to have the Avengers beamed into their Just, brain. just imagine watching a movie like Saw streamed straight into your brain. People will kill themselves. <laughs> Can you just, do you, do you know how dangerous that is? Like they'll be sitting I, there and then they'll be like, I, I, how do I turn it off? How do I turn it off? And then their eyes are flickering, and then yeah. Well, I'm sure there's gonna, I'm, just, I'm sure there's gonna be some software or something like that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, how 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 can how how can cinemas fight with something like that? You know, they they really have to innovate somewhat. They, they do. They do. They do. Once that once once products like that become mainstream, it's gonna be so hard to for cinemas to to fight that war essentially to to get customers no like absolutely man. i don't know maybe in the far future if like well i'm not I'm saying like, yeah in like but i'm, I'm, th- I'm saying like, like maybe um, in 15 years have you seen the movie ready player one yeah so in that dystopian future everyone's so poor you don't live in houses and everyone lives in these shipping crates yeah and 
I think if the, if the world became like that, then yeah, their priority isn't going to be going to the cinema. And if they're, and then yeah, they, they probably will illegally download a movie and then beam it into their brain, however stupid that sounds now. But I think if society stays, uh, stays largely the way it is now, cinemas don't need to compete. It's just a different experience, right? Okay. You're not going to be like on a first date, hey, do you want to do you want to come back to my place or we'll sit on a bench together on our first date and we're just going to beam the same movie? And it's like, imagine, oh, you know, you've got a bunch of kids. Imagine nice. how imagine how cool that would be if you could if you could Bluetooth connect your Neuralinks and then stream or beam the whole the same movie at the same time into both of your brains while sitting on a park bench. That's just sad, man. <laughs> That's sad. Also, Mate, you you can, you can you can you get, get mugged. Mug. They'd be like, oh, these guys stream the movies again. You're just looking at your face going, oh. <laughs> They'd mug you. I, I, I don't, I've never committed a crime uh, like that at all in my life. But if I saw someone, I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> and then I'd just, just, just because I'd be like, why are you sitting? That's like doing, that's like doing a class A drug like heroin and then just sitting on the side of a bed just kind of go, oh. Like, you, no, you don't do that in parks. Come on. I'm just saying that that's an option, especially be, yeah, espe- espe- I don't, especially because uh, Elon Musk. Actually, option, doesn't mean you should do it. Yeah, true, but like you know, people will obviously try that, especially yeah. since because especially since Elon Musk came out and said that with the Neuralink chipset, you essentially it will be able in not far future to replace language. You won't have to talk. You'll just be able to essentially telepathically communicate because you'll have a chipset i'll have a chipset and we'll be able to communicate without moving our mouths that's, that's amazing la- that's lazy as hell nah that's great cool. that's, no that's no that is people in your thoughts because how would you separate talking from your think your thoughts let's say you're talking with your boss and then they software. do something that you don't like he or see and then you're just like oh you fucking prick and he goes what and you go oh what? i thought i was just thinking that no you use the other side of your brain by accident and then i heard what you said yeah, Fine. but some, somebody has to say it, right? <laughs> Depends how much of a dick they are. But it's just like, uh, uh, man, do you not think it's important to have a, a, a separation between what's in your head and what comes out your mouth? I just, I, just, I, I think it's, uh, we won't be able to stop it. I think it's coming sooner or later. I think in our well, lifetime, no, I, I think in our lifetime, it's coming. I'm not saying the technology is not going to come, but you can stop it if you don't agree with it. In the terms of you just go, you know what? Not for me having that chipset put in my brain. Unless it, you know, society really goes to shit. And they're like, right, we're tagging everyone, you know, and this staple gun your head and you've got a chip in your head and then you can't think. Yeah. That's like 1984 shit, man. That's like thought police. That's true. I mean, we'll see. I'm sure in our lifetime also, there's going to be so many imagine, changes. Imagine if you were born with that and then you never had to speak and then your chipset breaks and then you're just like, you try and communicate with someone with your mouth and you're like, like you've never talked before and you don't know how to form sentences and you're just like, like, well, in a way you could say that a horror movie right there. In a way you could say that a lot of the new generation already is forgetting how to handwrite because you type everything. You don't, you don't really have the necessity to handwrite anything. Oh, thank so God that's just go, another step. Thank God they go to school, man. Yeah. But even in school, you do a lot of writing in school. Yeah, I, I worked in a school a couple of years ago. They're, they're all handwriting. It's a good skill because you know what you can't oh, yeah, do? Course, but... <laughs> yeah, but then you're saying they're forgetting it. Mate, you can't really talk. Look at Floyd Mayweather. The guy can't write, the guy can't read. And 
and he like earns like 300 million a fight. So kudos to him. Okay. Oh, sorry. I thought I, I forgot that he wasn't the exception. I thought he was the rule. Was it? Uh, it only takes an exception. Not, not everyone can be Floyd, May- Floyd Mayweather, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, we'll see. It, it's definitely. And also, I don't, any industry, like, I don't know, let's say you work in construction or an architect and you need to mark something up on something other than an iPad. Yeah. You're like, how do I do this? Come on, man. That's like, people aren't going to forget how to read and write. Like, no one's, no kids are forgetting how to read and write. That's, that's we'll see. Like, my head but going yeah going back to that to the thing that we started with how excited are you for tenet very very excited and i'm glad nolan is sticking to his guns of going no if you want to see this you have to go to the cinema because you know what anyone else who's like really pissed off just wait a few months yeah six months and then you can watch it on your couch like a slob in your underwear (laughs) eating Um, top of ben and jerry's Eating two tubs of Ben and Jerry's because you didn't want to share it with your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he's doing it, man. And the thing is, like, the thing you have to understand is the majority of these directors, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, they all got into making movies and cinema because they loved cinema. They they loved the idea of it. And, like, um, they they want it to be a spectacle, right? I can't remember if it was. I can't remember the name of the guy. It escapes escapes me. But like the guy who did Flight of the Concords, the main dude, he did the uh, a really funny movie called What We Do in the Shadows with the vampire the vampire mockumentary. Have you seen it? I've seen the movie, but I don't know which guy you, you mean. Oh, the one of the one of these the guy's one of the vampires, and he's also his name escapes me. But he's also in you know Flight of the Concords. Yeah. Anyway, that movie had a limited release uh, down under. Um, I said down under because I didn't know if it was New Zealand and. Australian, and I think it's New Zealand. But, um, and I know that mixing those two up really pisses them off because they're so different. Um, (laughs) But they were campaigning to get it as a cinematic release in the States. Like, I think it was like up to a year after it had been released. And the reason why they wanted that was because people don't respect something unless it's had a cinematic release. There is such a thing as a straight-to-DVD movie, and that's considered shit. And in the same vein... I mean, with the exception of maybe The Irishman, people do go, ah, it's a Netflix film. Don't get me wrong. TV on Netflix and TV on a lot of these straight streaming platform, platforms is brilliant. But no one's going, yeah, Bright, Bright, what was it, Bright with Will Smith, the alien yeah, yeah, pop yeah. movie? No yeah. one's going, that was brilliant. There, there is, the majority of movies at the moment are shit on streaming platforms. And I haven't seen The Irishman, and I really want to. But the reason, I, I can't, this is me hypothesizing, the reason why, Scorsese did it on Netflix. It was not to be progressive. It's because any studio, movie studio, would not let him make a movie 17 hours long. It was, just, was, it like, was budgeting. Yeah, it was budgeting issues as well because he spent like over, I think, 250 million or something like that, and no movie wanted to, uh, no studio wanted to finance it because they they wouldn't be able to recuperate their costs, which is yeah. which is fair because they probably it's wouldn't. A, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a business at the end of the day, and you know. It's uh, it's something to have your work being. And I, I don't I don't know. I think it's good. Like I think the majority, I think you're right. If given the option, most people wouldn't go to the cinema. They'd be like, I can watch this latest movie at home. I'll pay an extra whatever it is. Yeah. You know, even if it's a pay per view type situation, and I'll sit at home, and I won't enjoy this. I'll watch it on my motion blur thing, and I'll do this. What a shame, man. Yeah. All cinemas do. They just give people the extra push to kind of go. Well, you know what. You don't have to go to the cinema. 
Yeah. You can never grow in your life. If you, don't, you, you know, <clears throat> you can wait a few months and wait for it to come out on DVD or watch yeah. it on a, on a streaming platform or, or buy it. Like that's, that's totally up to you. Yeah. But if you want to see it and be part of the conversation, yeah. you just, they just give you that extra push. You have to see it in the cinema. And yeah. if you go to the cinema, if it's a good cinema, which now the majority of them are, you get the, you get, you, I can't, I can't explain this. You get the, the biggest screen, you get, you get the full surround sound, you're all put in darkness, you're plunged in darkness, which is I something that you don't really do at home. You don't turn off all the lights and draw the curtains. Yeah, yeah. You're plunged in darkness and it's, it's an unreal experience. Yeah. And it's, uh, I'm glad that that's the case and I'm glad that they, they sort of, uh, they, they're pushing that. And I'm, I'm glad people like Nolan are going, you know what? No, I like cinema. I know the experience of it. I, I can't explain the, the amount, the levels of joy I felt when I watched Inglorious Bastards in the cinema, Django Unchained, and The Hateful Eight, especially The Hateful Eight. I got so much joy. I went there with uh, my siblings and my dad, yeah. and we were there. We were all big fans of cinema, and it was a late night showing, right? And it, by, by dumb luck, we were the only ones there. Mm-hmm. and we're watching this amazing movie we're all fully we're all big Tarantino fans we yeah. all loved it and then there's a part of the movie where there's an intermission a 15 minute intermission yeah. and if you know the movie it, you know it's an intermission because Samuel Jackson goes 15 minutes have passed so it literally goes intermission and I literally looked at each other and said right snacks drinks what are we doing and I just we went down and we just bought all the snacks all the drinks from the cinema and we you know went to the little everything needs to do we just went back up and we sat back down all restocked for the second half of this film yeah, yeah. and it was the one of the best feelings because we just there with, and it was like it was and that is I'm never going to get that moment back but it's such a fond memory yeah and I don't think I could have recreated that on the couch that definitely yeah that 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 does sound great like a great experience yeah all right man to sort of to round it up what mm. what movie what Nolan Nolan movie would you would you advise or tell the audience to to watch before they watch Tenet Uh, okay, so my basic bitch answer would be to say, I don't know, Inception, Interstellar, The Dark Knight, uh, just The Dark Knight, not The Dark Knight Rises. That's also yeah. a good movie. But my hips answer, if I want to impress people, would be something like The Prestige, or even better, if I really want to like show that you know I know movies, <laughs> I'd go Memento. Well, that was his debut, right? Memento. Yeah, that was his debut. Like yeah. big, big screen I think no debut. one really cared who he was up until maybe The Dark Knight and maybe Inception. But yeah, I'd say Memento. But to be honest, if we're just being real, just just watch Interstellar or uh, Inception, man. Inception. Inception. Yeah. You know, and and if and The Dark Knight. And if you don't like those movies, then you know you're a Philistine. That, that's it. <laughs> yeah, Inception's great. I recommend it as well. Yeah. Cool, man. Thank you for thank you for joining the show. Thank you for this conversation. Um, guys watch Inception catch any Nolan movie because they, they're all great and just watch it and enjoy it or and Memento if you've got a, if you're insecure about your <laughs> insecure about yourself yeah. and you want to impress others catch catch then at 26th of August <laughs> in, in the cinemas and sponsored watch Memento sponsored, <laughs> <laughs> sponsored by the podcast yes cool man thank you for joining the show <laughs> Exactly. Thank you guys for listening. Tune in next week. I hope you enjoyed the show. Take care. Bye. See you. 
thank you for listening to Bearded Discussion Podcast. If you like the show, subscribe and follow your host, Simon Binkowski, on YouTube and Instagram. Share it with your friends and tune in next week. See ya.